1: And today we're doing our weekly From the Vault episodes. Now there were 88 episodes that I lost from the first season and a half when I transferred my podcast hosting, which is similar to website hosting, to a different host because I had no clue what I was doing. So in going back and I looked at these episodes and I thought, you know what? These episodes are so wonderful, filled with so many amazing guests that I decided to bring them back. So each week on Tuesday, you will get a From the Vault episode. Now, just a quick warning. These episodes may contain links that are no longer valid. Things that were offered by the guests or myself that are no longer available because it's been quite a few years since these episodes were aired. So I hope you enjoy it and you gain much value from it. And now, a From the Vault episode. Welcome back to the Author to Authority podcast. This is part two of the three ways to become an authority podcast. And in today's episode, Juanita and I continue our conversation, and we share with you valuable information about becoming the authority in your niche. Now, if you've missed the first episode, you can go back in your favorite podcast app to listen to it, or you can go to www.authortoauthority.com forward slash podcast forward slash s2 EP14. So authortoauthority.com forward slash podcast forward slash S2 EP14. Season 2, episode 14. Enjoy the rest of this episode. So, you know, when you're building an audience and in terms of, of content, find ways to repurpose all of your content. So, you know, if you're a writer, okay, I'm a writer right? My preferred method, paper and pen. Though I have used, learned how to use a computer because it's a lot faster than writing it and typing it. So anyway, you can write out your blog post and then read it. Use free software like Audacity to record it. And now you've got a blog p- podcast. Okay. I'm going to share another little hint with you. I use Zoom to record these episodes. And, you know, Zoom has free things that you can use and they have paid, you know, a lot of the free stuff, unless you're doing big group stuff, you can use Zoom for free. And Zoom gives you a video and an audio recording. So you can create a video if you're more comfortable in front of the camera, create a video on Zoom. You now have an audio for a podcast. You've got the video and you can pay a few dollars to have it transcribed into a blog post. So building an audience doesn't have to be hard. It's about, you know, consistency and making connections. And I know Juanita, you probably have a few thoughts to
2: share with us. <laughs> well, I was going to add that you've given so many val- so much valuable content right there. So many ideas. Sometimes, useful thing to do is put these idea points or timestamps on the video. I know that on YouTube, I find it really helpful when I'm watching a YouTube video and say putting down this ways to build an audience comes in at timestamp minute 17 or whatever. Downloadable content. I often find I looking for, again, I'm a pen and paper girl myself. I'm looking for simple forms to help me organize my thoughts so if you have a form list a packing list for let's say your blog's about getting organized and you're doing one about travel your preferred packing list or your list of christmas preparation or whatever your personal expertise may be that is such a valuable thing and I want to interact with a business and with a person who has already shown their expertise has already given me something that kind of brings the law of reciprocity Mm. into effect where if you give me something I really do feel like I want to give you a gift in return and sometimes that's um, easily done with some downloadable content just listing ideas in a way that, uh, people can come away because I, you know, I, I'm not someone who li- who learns as well simply by listening. I have to make notes. Mm-hmm. You've already made notes for me and I can download You're those. You're a happy camper. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. You are just the best. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I actually did know that about her. <laughs> <laughs>
2: So I I think that's true of anybody. If you can make their life if you can make my life easier, I'm gonna like you better. That's (laughs) (laughs) universal truth. (laughs)
1: Well, now that we're talking about giving things away, hint, 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 did actually wanna mention that, you know, one of the reasons why we're doing this podcast, this specific topic is I'm currently working on the newest book series for this year, and it's called Author to Authority, the same as the the podcast. And actually, the title of the book is what inspired the podcast to begin with. And so right now, I'm in the process of writing it, but I do have a free sample of the book available. So if you want to take a look at the book and what I've done so far, and and we cover, the book's going to cover all of this and so much more in a whole lot greater detail. So if you want to get a free sample, go to www.authortoauthority.com forward slash free dash sample. So authortoauthority.com forward slash free dash (laughs) sample. Which actually leads us to the third point, and that is, there is a really, I want to say the word simple, but okay, it's not simple to do, but once you have it done, it's an incredibly simple tool to use to create authority, and that is writing a book. There is a perception out there, and you might as well use the perception. The perception is, is that anybody who's an author is an expert. So think about it. If somebody, if a friend of yours came up to you, okay, and let's say you don't hang around with people who write books. I mean, I write around, hang around with people who write a lot of books. So I, I tell people I'm writing a book. They're like, oh, yeah, that's great. But, you know, for the average person, if you talk to them and you say, I'm writing a book, their first reaction is, wow. That sounds really hard. (laughs) Yeah, that's amazing. Wow, isn't it hard to write a book? So what happens is, is that when you become an author, all of a sudden people see you differently. And when you use that in connection with business, that helps you to be seen as that go to authority in your niche. And, you know, I'll share an example. And I've used this example many times and I have permission. I have a friend and I met this lady actually after all these things I'm about to tell you occurred, but, and she's now actually a friend and a client, but I have a friend who was infected with hepatitis C as a child in the hospital. She received a tainted blood transfusion. And so, you know, she grew up having to deal with this her whole entire life. Now, thankfully in the last couple of years, they've come up with sort of a semi-cure. So she's, you know, she doesn't struggle with it as much. But, you know, she had a really hard time growing up. And in her adult years, she found many uh, remedies and lifestyle changes that helped her to successfully live with this and be able to do things that she wanted to do in life. So about three years before I met her, she had decided to write a book about it. And, you know, she's not an expert or anything. She's just someone who's, who's had hepatitis. And she just started to tell people that she's writing this book. Well, before she even really got the book started and done, she had been on radio, she had been on TV, and she spoke at one of the biggest hepatitis conferences in Canada where doctors were trying to get on that stage, and she hadn't even written the book yet. She was only telling people that she was writing the book and she had started it. So she, you know, she could prove that she had written something, but she hadn't even finished the book yet. And that's the power of becoming an author. You see, these doctors, even though they were experts and they knew way more than she did medically speaking, because she was writing the book on it, she was considered more of a credible expert on hepatitis than a doctor was. So think about that for a minute. How do you use that in your business? Because when you become an author, all of a sudden you stand out. You're different. You know, 80 to 90% of people want to write a book. There's been studies. There's been surveys. Almost everybody says they want to write a book. Do you want to know the percentage of people who do? I'm guessing I could count on one hand. (laughs) It varies, but the statistics I heard vary from 1% to 3%. I think it's rising because with self-publishing now, a lot of people are are writing their books. So I think that number is rising, but that's still only 1%. Let's just take it at 1% right now. That means that most people will never write a book. So anybody who does stands out. And so that's why I encourage my clients. If you want to be seen as that go-to authority, then you got to write a book, but not just any book, okay? You can write a book and become an author, but if you want to become the authority, then you're going to write what we call your signature book. And you know, what back at the beginning when we talked about, you know, those raving fans, you're going to write a book to a specific group of people that
2: create those raving fans. Have some thoughts there, Juanita? Well, yes. I want to encourage everybody, your personal experience is valuable. It will speak to people. And that's also the second point I wanted. I got to stop you. I got to stop you. Oh, I I finally thought of
1: what it is I wanted to say. (laughs) Oh, you. (laughs) It relates to what you're just talking about. So you were talking about the fact that people don't believe they have anything of value to share, that what they have to share is not important or it's not new. So here was the point that I wanted to make. It doesn't have to be new, but your perspective on it can be so unique that it still changes a person's life. They may have heard the same message over and over again, but the way you presented it was what made the difference in
2: causing them to take action. Anyway, back to you. (laughs) <laughs> no, well, I was just going to reemphasize that your voice is important and necessary. There are people out there who need to hear your ideas expressed the way you do, and only you can express mm-hmm. those ideas. And one of the one of the things I used to do when I taught my classes, I would compare how we were we were working with. Computerized machines that had to be programmed, and one of the things I I was working with uh, women who were in seniors, and some of them, and they'd never worked on a computer in their entire life, and so the idea of doing computerized things now was very and uncomfortable. I said, "Oh, you can do this, though. This is you can follow a recipe or." this is like when you do adjust the settings on your washing machine, you can handle this. And by teaching and applying these new concepts in a framework that they already understood. Well, of course I can work my microwave. I can work my, my oven. I can do a lot more than I know. It's just, it's where it's just wearing a different dress, mm-hmm. but that's what your audience needs. They need someone who can translate something mysterious and to turn it into the familiar. Mm. And That's why your voice is so key in writing a book.
1: Yes. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Cause you know, I've had people say to me, well, there's already so many books on this topic. Yeah, but there isn't your book on this topic. Mm-hmm. So one of the things, you know, when we start talking about writing a book, you know, everybody, you know, starts thinking in their mind all the reasons why they can't write a book. And maybe one of these days, Juanita and I will do like a three-hour podcast on all the reasons why you can't write a
2: book. (laughs) And nobody will want to listen to three hours. (laughs) There might be people who want to read. <laughs> no, I know that will probably be for the insomniacs. Round hour two minutes. I was out like a light. <laughs> <Jim> and Juanita.
1: <laughs> the point is, is that people think it's hard. Now. I'm not saying that writing a book is easy, okay? It's a skill. Here's the thing. It's a learnable skill. But you've always got options available to you. And, you know, one of the things that a lot of the professionals that have worked with RTI Publishing have learned is is that many times it's not that you can't learn how to write a book. It's just that you just don't really have the time to. And most of the professionals we work with actually could write their own books, but time is always the biggest factor. And, you know, time compared to the value of the money. So what I mean by that is, you know, you could spend all this time trying to learn how, and you're you're taking time away from your business where you could be earning money doing other things. So a lot of the professionals work with us to write their book because they recognize that it's not worth the time for them to try and learn how to do it. So they turn to professionals like us, who have written a lot of books, you know, Juanita and I have worked on a lot of projects over the last few years. And we know how to write, edit, format, create covers, all those things, get it up on Amazon. And we're able to do it within a pretty decent time frame so that you can actually start using your book this year. Like right now, we are taking on projects that will be completed in 2020. And, you know, the you know, they'll be able to use their book in the new decade. So, you know, if that's something that you've ever been thinking about, if you've been thinking about writing that book, but you don't have the time, you don't have the skills, whatever, then I just want to encourage you, you know, reach out to us, go to rtipublishing.com. On the main page, there's the get a quote button. Fill that out and let's have a conversation. I always do a 30 minute phone call where we're going to talk about your book. We're going to talk about your target market. I'm going to give you some really valuable insight that you can use whether you write a book or not because I always believe in giving value. And we'll talk about your book and see if it's a possibility. You know, don't be afraid to explore it. And this phone call is not going to be a high-pressured sales call where I try to convince you to do something. This is a call to see if we're a good fit for each other and if I can help you. And if RTI can, great. If not you know what, I will leave you with something that you can take to continue building your business because that's my goal is to provide extreme value no matter what the situation is. So, Juanita, any last thoughts to share with us today?
2: Hard is not impossible. Believe in yourself because you are an authority. Oh, I love it.
1: <laughs> well, this has been Kim Thompson-Pinder with my co-host, Winita wooden Radco. And this is it for this episode of Author to Authority. So glad to have you on, and we'll see you on the very next episode.
0: You've been listening to the Author to Authority podcast. The extraordinary word ninja, Kim Thompson Pinder, has helped over 200 entrepreneurs, professionals, speakers, and coaches write and publish their books that have become incredible marketing tools for their business.